3: we've had some serious technical issues over at that mobile podcast this evening uh, i'm not sure mickey's uh laptop has survived the night and um, so i'm not sure he's going to be able to join us he will do his best but we're not sure uh, but we're live we're still pumping out the content and i'm joined by our northern correspondent that way ben how are you
4: evening mate i'm good how are you
3: yeah very well very well really really looking forward to tomorrow back um the proper football's back um obviously at the yeah. international break the
4: uh, painful
3: international
4: break mate
3: yeah it, it was it's been poor good evening anthony hope you're well um just to point out guys that some of these comments here this is mickey i believe we why are we waiting just can't get the staff nowadays uh, about bloody time mickey sort your internet out and then you can uh, you can get involved uh, evening, Anthony. Um, Mickey posted out on the uh, chat earlier. Again, we were supposed to be supposed to be live at eight, but he, he's tried to entertain you in in, in there as best he can. Um, the best Millwall 11 that um, you've seen in your lifetime now, of course, depending on how old you are, how long you've been following the Lions, your your team could have some different faces in it. Myself and Ben, we're around the same age. Very, very similar. So our players and selections are um, very, very similar. I will try and go back and get some of the comments on the screen that Ben, I'm going to put you straight in the best Millwall 11 that you've seen in your lifetime. And I swear to God, if you say Shane Ferguson, <laughs> I'm kicking you out.
4: <laughs> I like, just to add a little bit of context there before everyone <laughs> guns me in the comments. You and I both said, so I, was, I think we just went straight to a 4-4-2, didn't we? Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah. As soon as I did it, I went, fuck the whole left side. Cause I really wanted to put Tony Craig in at left back. And then I thought I like lo- everyone loves TC, but w- was he that good? Like he's just, a, he's, he was just a solid Millwall player, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said he was mm-hmm. a great left back and maybe mm-hmm. Chris Chaps made a made a point just about recency bias. And I think the way that football's moved on, I was kind of thinking, yeah, more of a, a sort of a modern day left back. So I, I was struggling at left back. Um, but anyway, I didn't go Shane Ferguson. All the listeners will ple- be pleased to know. W- what Should we, do, we go just, position for p- p- position? Yeah,
3: I was going to say, we'll do each say other's, um, do a couple of these. Evening Mike, uh, Andrew, uh, evening to my mum, Monica, um spencer mark anthony dan thank you very much for joining us though so we're a little bit late but um, we're currently going to go through what we consider our best mill 11 and um, whilst, we've whilst we're seen.
4: doing that should we get the listeners to do their yeah kids, rather than their whole team do keeper first and we'll go through it like that yeah so keep track of it
3: yeah so if you want to if you want to play along anthony's already got in with one um Denzel in goal uh, I'm going to oh. sneak I'm going to sneak I'm going to sneak my one first because that's who I had I had Tony Warner in goal um in my team Ben
4: well i had Ford in it was just maybe he probably wasn't the best keeper we've ever had but I think about all my favorite memories as a mill yeah. fan and Fordy was front and center of that mm-hmm. um so I'm going to stick with foodie. And to be fair, I I was trying to go is this my favorite mill 11 or is it the best that I've seen and I've yeah. tried to combine it a little bit of the two. So I'm going to go with foodie.
3: Yeah. Um dan um best, best mill 11 uh, it's best mill 11 who you've seen in your lifetime. So obviously there'll be listeners that will say um, perhaps Teddy Sheringham um you know uh, Barry Cripps, players like that. We can't comment on those because we've not seen them. Um, but it's players that you've seen playing a mule shirt. So um, we've got a few coming in. We've got Bart. We've got Denzel, uh, Brian Horn. Brian Horn. Casey Keller. That was another good
4: shout. Yeah, that, a that great would have shout. been another. That would another was, good shout. Probably a bit young to see mm. Casey in his pomp, I would say.
3: Yeah, I, I remember him. I've got a picture of him at some open day, and honestly, I don't remember. I I, I know the name, but I, I wouldn't know. Um, Evening Darren, um, Casey Keller, uh, Mickey off the pod account is saying horny as well. Um, again, it, it It's. It, I think a lot of answers are going to be very similar, dependent on, on on an age range. Um, but we'll go. We'll go now. Am
4: uh, I the only to, person
3: who said 40 so far. You are. We've had Casey Keller, uh, Casey Keller, Bart, uh, Mickey's put Jordan Archer. No. Um <laughs> uh, we block Peter, our own account. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, I'll come back to one of your picks in a minute. It's not a goalkeeper, but I will I'll come back to that one in a second. Mike has come in straight away with uh his team horn dave uh, Dawes, coleman wood stevens bailey herlock carter lawrence Sheringham, cascarino he is of an age i can say that because he sits in front of me and i'm likely to see him tomorrow so he won't kill me for that um
4: i was gonna say you're broke there mate <laughs>
3: <laughs> casey keller again uh right we're gonna move on to the right back and this one sparked a little bit of a debate uh i, I think as well um ben if you go right back.
4: So I went with someone that only played a very small amount of games for us, but the games he did play, he was just absolute pure class for us. And someone that I really wished, we were talking about this player just before he came on air, um, mm-hmm. that we had for a little bit longer one and a bit earlier in his career. And just because how good he was, I went with Carlos Edwards. He was absolutely top top draw and I just I just wish we had him for a little bit longer and a little bit earlier in his career because he was mustard
3: when you posted that earlier because guys we we obviously we we had a conversation about this earlier on in the day uh, there was a post on Twitter that, that did the rounds and as usual one of us spots it and puts it in and we, we kind of have our have our say um when you posted Carlos Edwards in the chat I was a bit like Wow, that's that's interesting. But when you think how good he was for his age at that stage of his career, he was keeping players a lot younger than him out of the yeah. side. And it was only, I think he got a bit of a shocker, um, he got a bit of a shocker, uh, injury at the den. I remember it was at the home end. And you knew at his age, he probably wasn't gonna, 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 gonna be get get him to about 36,
4: did yeah, we say? Yeah, there, so. 36.
3: And his last game was 38. So and again he was very very good um my pick there's a couple of people that have, have um have mentioned this guy my pick was actually lucas neal yeah he
4: um, was only be my second pick
3: yeah I, I was only young at the time and uh, you know he, he, he uh, it's not like i have you know memories as i do of perhaps players in the last maybe five ten years but he was so good he was such a good fullback and um again uh, love loved, loved Lucas Neal, um, another uh, one of the Aussie contingent. Um, we've got uh Alan Dunn, that was one that sparked a little bit of debate. <laughs> um I think I Can love Dunny.
4: Yeah,
3: I love on. Alan Dunn, but he played in about six different positions and even right back probably Ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right back was probably his best position um and his most prominent position. But Alan Dunn, much like Tony Craig, I love him. But was he really that good?
4: Yeah, that was that was what I said. I exactly, yeah, word for word, pretty much, mate. Loved him, <laughs> brilliant mill through and through. There I not uh, teetering on legends territory just for the? He's know, up the name,
3: there. Mate. He's up there. I think. So I
4: mean, te- teetering, I'd say, on on legend that that the vote that we have. But um, yeah, for me, was he was he that good? He was just yeah. It, uh, a very millwall type player.
3: Kenny Cunningham. Um Lucas Neal was mustered or done. Uh, Connor, I'm gonna assume that this was a bit of a joke, but uh, Diego Fabrini, uh <laughs> Dennis Salmon, done, uh, Kingy and Gold. That's John...
4: amazing the amount of people that have said done,
3: Yeah. Um didn't Lucas uh Neil leave because he didn't want to play right back. There is something about there is something about that, but he was very good at at right back. That's why we, we got him in. Evening Paul, uh, Connor's since and gone with Lucas Neal. Um, best goalkeeper from David, new one there, Alex Stepney. I'm sure again there'll be lots of people out there um that that would agree with that. Uh evening Bobby, uh, where's mental Mickey? Uh, mental Mickey is having issues with his internet and his laptop. He is trying to get on, but we're not sure he's gonna he's gonna um He's going to join us, but and the topic, Bobby, is best Mill eleven that you've seen. We're going through positions, so um, we're going to go through it before we move on to to talk about tomorrow's game. Done, TC Frampton, Alex Pierce, all Mill type players, but just not yeah, exactly. that good. Alex, that's bang on, and that this is this is the thing, isn't it? It's it's
4: saying so they're not that a, good. I think is harsh, but I think they were just we probably shone them in a, a higher light than they probably were because they were yeah Mill type players or Mill Academy players that stayed with us forever right
3: yeah and Andy Frampton I mean had the redemption story of uh, you know similar to Murray Wallace come in was a bit ropey was you know close to being shown the door and then turn around and one player of the season so it can be done and it's just one of those um it's just one of those that they they reach a level and they're consistent but they don't push on to be that, that little bit better uh, interestingly and this was one I actually forgot about Matty Lawrence
4: I and I cannot
3: believe I forgot about Matty Lawrence I'm going to hold my hands up um, yeah
4: I, I was they were my three that I had and I was trying to well one I wanted to be a bit different because I didn't think anyone would say Carlos Edwards and they probably would look at him and go oh he only played what, what do we say 30 games or something for us but I just thought like, as a football player he is by far and away the best right back I've seen for us
3: uh, David Ray Evans I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie I don't actually know who that is again that's probably my age um coming into play there but I'm I, I will I'm not gonna dispute that I'm sure he was fantastic hello boys liking hairstyle Stephen thank you I've gone very very no,
4: short uh, no mention for Marlon chaps or ladies and chaps I should say. No. No, no mention for Marlon anyone <laughs> just yes. thought I might stick it in
3: um mickey uh watching live on my phone first time viewer live cracking show to be honest fully understand now why you lot tune in if you could just put that in your in your proper like your own youtube channel rather than the pod account that'd be great <laughs> um glowing endorsement from ourselves uh robbie rama's good left back well that leads us very very nicely onto the left back position um ben we as we touched on earlier, struggled on our left hand side. We didn't really know. Uh I <laughs> would still th- be
4: there now, mate. I think trying mm. to figure out a hold. Yeah, left midfield and and left back. By the way, for the for the sake of this, I think we are going 4-4-2, right? For the for the sake of the now.
3: Uh, we I are, know, but you, my, my left team winger team, 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 team. My left winger is um a rogue left winger. It's a bit like when Sven played Paul Skulls out there. It right. <laughs> I'm kind of going down that route. Um but left back.
4: Yeah, I had Robbie Ryan as well. Um I, I struggled with left back. It said so I was I was trying to get away from Tony Craig. I was gonna I was I was this desperate. I was going, Shane Ferguson could play left back. I might have to put him at left midfield at this rate. I also I might have to play Scott Barron at left back. And I was going through some names just to try and get someone in. Um but yeah, Robbie Ryan and then uh, chaps again start we Ryan in and I went yeah actually he was probably
3: the best yeah I mean there's a couple of Ian Dawes is one um again I'm pretty sure if my dad was was commenting on this and, and, and I'd ask him the question he would he's one that he talks about very highly and again one I think will dominate this with a lot of the comments Ian Dawes uh again an interesting in there Scott Barron yeah. uh, Ben Thatcher and that was one of the I believe who did I say it was earlier that commented that was the player that someone uh Peter from earlier commented better Ben Thatcher. again. Someone very, very uh, I think quite underrated. Um was Ben Thatcher. Again, uh James Meredith solely for that first season back in the championship. Yeah, he was he, good. He player. was good, he was good. Um, but I think the less said about him the better moving forwards. Um Ben Thatcher, super Ricky Newman, Ben Thatcher. Um nick coleman or ian Dawes, look no further than harry Cripps. yeah again it's very interesting that the different age you can tell what listeners were listening in what era because everyone's kind of giving very similar answers um ian doors james meredith Dawes or thatcher uh josh simpson aussie boy um josh simpson i remember <laughs> no, there was a there was a Josh someone a Canadian guy. I don't remember an Aussie one. Josh,
4: I got Josh Simpson here. No, he's an, Simpson. He's, he's an English player that played at Cambridge. There's one here, Josh Simpson, a Canadian.
3: Yeah, he's Canadian. Canadian. That's it. Yeah, he's Canadian. It was yeah. That's it. 2004
4: to 2006. And he played. For I don't remember him at all. Yeah,
3: he come over with Adrian Cheru, didn't he? The bloke who had the long throw. I don't remember him. Uh, Phil Babb. Um, now, we're going to move on to the centre-back positions. And Should again, we go pairings
4: here? Let's do pairings.
3: Yeah, we'll do pairings. This is, this is interesting because what – and this is a little bit of a teaser for a couple of shows that we've got coming up. Um, we're looking at doing a couple of uh, head-to-heads between – players from different teams different eras um it's something that's coming so uh, keep an eye on the on the um youtube and socials for that again um i had three i had three to, to narrow down to two and my three were darren Wald, sean hutchinson and paul robinson
4: i'm pleased you only had three i had five
3: I, I mean, I had, I did have more, but I, I narrowed it down to. They were the three that I, I had to pick two from. Um, I'm not gonna. I'll go. I'll do one of mine first. Darren Wald is was one of the, in my opinion, and I might get absolutely hammered for this, but I thought he was absolutely Rolls Royce of a defender. Yeah, superb. i really, Yeah,
4: Waldy
3: well, was
4: in my superb.
3: five. He didn't. He didn't make my two. I just he was absolutely superb, and um, for me. He he was always he was always going in. Uh, Ben, do you want to give us
4: one of yours? I I want to do my two honourable mentions, just because I want to talk about why the honourable mentions. They might make another show we're going to be doing. Um, But one of was Zach Whitbread, and as a football player again, he was a classy centre half. I I think again he would have been better suited to how centre backs are now, a bit more ball playing. And at the time, yeah. it wasn't yeah, yeah. really suited like that. I wouldn't say he was he was the best in the air, but again, he was a very good footballer. Come from Liverpool, didn't he? From their youth academy. Yes,
3: yes, he did. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, a very, very good, yeah, good, good ball playing centre half, and someone we could probably do with now. So he was, he was. I was going to chuck him in just to be a bit row. He didn't make it, and the other one, mainly because I love him, and he had a really tough start of us was Webby. Byron Webster. I just... Mm. He, he obviously came from Yeovil struggles. He, he, he basically got booed outside, didn't he, when he, when he first came to mm-hmm. us and then just completely turned it around and I loved, well, I think everyone loved him towards the end. So he was very close. But one of my two, I, I mean, a lot of people probably have him, is Robbo. That's uh, Paul Robinson in there.
3: Yeah. I, I think... Um, and this, again, the head-to-head. For me, my... my uh, waldie was one and my head-to-head was um paul robinson and sean hutchinson in my Hatch
4: was my second yeah
3: in in my time and i'm sure your time i think those two center halves have probably been the the kind of stalwart throw themselves in front of a brick wall for for their respective middle sides um robo is a legend in, in my opinion uh, he's He's still at the club. I, I said it earlier. I don't think I've ever heard anyone have a bad word to say about him. He 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 speaks well, he loves the club. Um and I I you know that he when he scored the goal, you know, he had Gregory and Morrison in that sorry, Gregory and Harris in that note, Morrison and Harris in that playoff winning uh side, who scored all the goals that season. But I love that it was Paul Robinson that scored the goal that got us promoted. Um that was that was a, that that was great for me. And again, Hutch still wore Similar mould to to Robbo, the next the next one on the conveyor belt, if you will, um, and someone who who come from up north and just bought into what it meant to be a to be a yeah. millwall player. I, I I left Hutch out, I have to say, and uh, you know I, I've got a lot I to say. He's, he's probably one of my my favourite players, but I, I couldn't I couldn't find a way to pick him over Robbo.
4: Yeah, I, I managed to, and again, I was just trying to go on how good. So it's all, all these people are when we're in their prime, right, and how good they, mm. that we've seen them. So I just went, yeah, when we first got him, or that sort of year after, he, Hutch is up there with the best centre-halves I've seen for us by, by a country mm. mile. And I've said it on the show a few times that maybe not so much now and things have changed, but um, I don't think there's any better, or well, there wasn't, say, a year ago, 18 months ago, and Hutch and Coop's in the league as centre-half pairings. Mm. I thought we probably had the best. Um, I think that will change. Now, I hope recency bias doesn't come into how people view Hutch. And he is getting a little bit older. He is getting more injuries. He's struggling a little bit. Um, I hope he does come back and play a part um, in, in the team. So, yeah, but for me, um, Hutch and Rob, Ofert, I went I, I went with.
3: Absolutely. I mean, we've got loads of, there's loads of comments here. So I'm going to try and run through as many of them as getting them all up. Colin Cooper and McCleary, uh, Kitchen and Ryan O, uh, Jake Cooper. Shitter and Kitchener, Danny Shittu I knew
4: someone one. was going to say Danny Shitter. No, you know, he weren't that good, was he? We just bought it, <laughs> bought into him. He weren't that good. He was Jake
3: Cooper for Robinson, Colin Cooper and Rhino, uh, Cooper and Wood, Kitchener and Robinson, Cooper and Nevercott.
4: Uh, yeah, Never's. I was ne- gonna Never's say was yeah. For.
3: Um never caught all day long never caught Dice or colin cooper see when you when you do this and you hear all this uh never caught and robo and colin cooper especially players that you um you grew up watching and you just think it's impossible it's so hard to, to do this and 11 of of all the players yeah. uh Kitch, best ever pretty sure again uh There'll be a lot of supporters that will, will say that, and it'd probably be hard to argue it, but unfortunately, never never since in The Great Man. Uh, Peckham Beckham, David Tuttle, anyone. I know, sure that is. Uh, yeah, from David,
4: David's trying to say Kitch, I'm assuming. He's struggling <laughs> with a keyboard.
3: Uh, Scott Fitzgerald, that's an interesting one. He again, that's a that's a bit of a rogue one centre back's Tony with David Tuttle. Uh, Colin Cooper, Steve Wood or Darren Ward, uh, Kitchen Rhino, Kitchener, uh, Stewart never got Razor, Ruddock. Uh, uh, this is interesting what Robbo scored in the semi two against. I was Lunds. about to that, say,
4: when you were talking about that, That hit, that is my favourite goal because it's not, it's not yeah. the Swindon one. That is oh, yeah, goal.
3: that was unreal. That was absolutely unreal. Worst ever midfield, um, Hurley. We've got, who remembers, uh, Stephen McFaul? I remember the name uh Shittu is nowhere near sorry yeah i, yeah, I don't agreed. think he was one of the best um rhino kitch was something else um right let's move on to the midfield now i don't really know how to do this because mine's a little bit rogue um
4: <laughs> oh, I, you've got your change formation at this point didn't you
3: yeah I, so so i i'm going kind of with a a three man midfield um and then an attacking midfielder. So um, Ben is. Going... So have
4: you gone free just central midfielders then? Well, or are you kind of playing? Oh, oh, is it I a diamond? Know. Talk to me, Stephen it? Right, I,
3: I'm gonna uh, right one of my midfielders. One of my midfielders is Jed Wallace. Jed Wallace can play wherever the hell he wants. So he, he's he's got the free roam. He, he's he's you know he, he, I'm not he restricting likes. him into a position. He can do whatever he likes. So he's my attacking right. midfielder for me.
4: I say I've got Jed in my team, but yeah. Stan left midfield for me because I said we did struggle. And Stan <laughs> quite <laughs> rightly pointed out he did play on the left sometimes, but I think that was more the case. He just, as you said, fucking went everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just Jed it, was yeah. in left midfield for me.
3: Rogue, we we are, we are, yeah. Ben's tried to be a football purist, and I am a big fan of that and respect it massively. But I couldn't pick a left winger. You're I playing with show.
4: inverted wing backs and yeah.
3: trying to be like Pep. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I'm the I'm the new school.
4: Um, <laughs> for four fucking two.
3: <laughs> so yeah, we've both got Jed Wallace playing in slightly different roles. Um My midfield, um I think it's pretty obvious for anybody of of our era, Tim Cahill, without a doubt um for me it's got to be in, in my mill 11 he will probably be in my mill 11 for the rest of time unless we get bought out by some Saudi owner and end up with like a Harlem Globetrotter style team um Jimmy Abdu Jimmy Abdu is you put Jimmy in I did yeah I did I so. I, I, I had to put Jimmy in he wasn't the best player and I understand that but his role in in that team he was the best in the league at doing what he had to do Yeah. in that. In that and, from, and obviously I've got, I do have quite a few attacking players in my team. So I've kind of thought I, I, I try and balance it a little bit and have a little bit of a defensive midfielder. Um, but again, it, it's more potentially with Jimmy, it was because of, of the performance levels that we saw from him and the job that he could do. Uh, my other two midfielders, uh, well, no, my other one. So I've got uh, Jed playing wherever he wants, Tim, Jimmy and I went Stephen Reid. Um, uh, Reedy was uh, an unbelievable player. I know again he probably played in a couple of different positions, but I remember him scoring some absolute bangers from midfield. And I had a lot of time for Reedy. and and um, yeah, he's just unbelievable, unbelievable player.
4: Yeah, I, 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 Timmy and mine. Um, I'm actually looking at that now going. It's, we're just going all out attack. We'll score more than you. Um, so yeah, I, I Jed on the left because I, I struggled with a left midfielder, and I, I found it easier to get people on the right hand side. Uh, my right winger was Paul Eiffel. He yeah for me yeah. was as good a right winger as as, as we've had. Um, and then controversially, probably some may say, given how much shit I give him, but I did get Zian in there, and I just think as as a technical player. <laughs> As a technical player, I'm going to get abused for it. But, yeah, as a technical player, I think he he might not be the best for us. It's going to sound mental, but I think he might turn out to be the best player that we've had. Okay. And that's the end of tonight's show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Ben won't be joining us again
4: ever again. So, uh... so yeah, my midfield um... <laughs> for is Paul Eiffel, Cale, Fleming and Jed.
3: You you don't care about defending DR you, you no. ain't you ain't yeah. uh yeah, <laughs> less Briley. uh i'll just clop over there um herlock alex ray hill ray herlock carter terry the king with les i'm assuming that's meant to say les Briley, not les bromley uh so terry herlock tim kail uh herlock ray Kahill. kail has got to be number one for me yet yeah. um Otto Lakowski, Wallace, Herlock, Cahill, Ray, Cahill, Abdu, Kante before there was a Kante. Absolutely. That is comment of the night so far. 100%. Uh, Bryony and Herlock, Cahill, no contest. Uh, Herlock and Saville. It hurt me to not get George Saville in my team, but I couldn't. I I had to pick Jimmy over him to to do that.
4: Just to add as well, Stephen did then caveat this game because he wanted to get Saville in so badly by saying we could also have three honourable mentions. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah i did, I did. <laughs> um, and he was first one literally i was like please, yeah please, please, please. Uh, alex ray uh dan i agree ben leave the podcast now yeah, um zian for the song alone okay you do have a you do have a a, a, a friend sent mid herlock or alex ray um ben going kevin keegan style he is he is he's going uh, all out attack. i love it um Good shout on Andy Mayer as a holding midfielder. Uh, Ali Fusini did like Love Ali Fusini. Um, Savile can be a sub, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Ke- uh Kennedy, Callaghan, and Carter best wingers. Jed not on their level. Uh, I, I to be honest with you, from what I've seen, um, Jimmy Carter and Mark Kennedy were unreal, but I haven't, I never saw yeah, them like as yeah, We tried,
4: we tried to, again, that was the point where we were trying to pick players that we'd seen.
3: Yeah. Um, now, this is uh, before we do our strikers, because let's be honest, let, let's be honest, there's going to be probably everybody's going to pick out probably, I would say, the, the, the same five or six strikers, depending on any era any year they're going to pick the same five or six and I'm going to do another little bit of a teaser for you guys and we're, I'm going to do this because I just want to see what kind of response we're going to get from it we have been discussing over at that little pod uh HQ the about group. the WhatsApp group <laughs> yeah basically the WhatsApp group that's headquarters um that head-to-heads <clears throat> with certain players from certain eras and who you could pick and who you'd like now before we before we uh, do our strikers one of the head to heads that's come up guys and i'm going to do a quick poll and again we're going to we are going to do a show around this and we're going to have people on each side of the debate i am I'm, I'm going to make ben's head explode because i'm going to ask him and before right guys just before you do your strikers right this is purely this is purely for some research for a show that we're going to do so if you can comment if you had to pick <clears throat> in their prime Lee Gregory or Tom Bradshaw to lead the line, you had to pick one. Which ones you pick and why. Ben,
4: over to you. Am I doing my top Bradshaw or, or Greg? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know we're doing a show on this. Oh, I'm sitting up and everything now. It's getting serious. So that was, believe it or not, everybody, a very fucking hard decision because I love Greg <laughs> nearly as much as I love Bradders. Um We went into and did some research, what I did, on how many goals each of them scored at championship level, and Bradders had the best record. So purely on that, and I know everyone's going to come at me, or i was going to come at me again and say yeah, flash in the pan, all this stuff, but purely for his goal scoring record last year, I'm going with Bradders.
3: Sorry, before but I love Greg's, so I do love. Hold on, Greg. hold on, hold on, wait, 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 before. <laughs> How's Greg's <laughs> mum compared with brothers? We don't know. If someone can find <laughs> her, then if please can get do. If <laughs> you Gregory's mum, then I'll let
4: you know.
3: Um. So yeah, I, I guys, I will. I'm gonna. We're gonna do the the proper strikers. Um. Uh, who we would have in our team? Uh, I'm gonna go just a couple of the comments that have come in on this. Uh, Greg's, Gregory, Greg. Yeah,
4: everyone's gonna say that. It's just. Go, lads, go and have a Gregory, look. Gregory,
3: go and have Gregory, a look at goal scoring
4: records. Go and have a look at goal scoring records. <laughs> Lee Gregory,
3: Gregory,
4: it's madness.
3: Uh, my wife would whoa, whoa, choose
4: whoa, whoa. both. Great. <coughs> back, there was a more clinical one in there. Jesus Christ! Did we watch the Gregs?
3: Clinical. Oh, so
4: they're exactly the same. Ilk. Gregs
3: all day long. However, however, there is you have a friend.
4: Get him on and here. It, Who is it? Long
3: long term listener and. I'm very surprised that, is it that is. But, <laughs> no, it's Chris. Bradshaw over Gregory. You have you have you have a supporter uh Gregory you're for me. Greg's.
4: Listen, I love Greg's. I really do. He he's one of my favourite middle players, I would say. That's However, unfair
3: because Brad didn't play much with Morrison. No, he didn't, but we're just talking about purely who he would want to lead the line, not necessarily. Go and, and have a look was.
4: at goal scoring records, where Greg's got all his goals. It was in League One and have a look at how many goals he got in the championship for us. You know what I'm saying? Right it. See, we've got Did more the, people that
3: see seeing the light. Uh, Brad is, uh, Bradshaw scored 17 last season. Gregory go. never got no near mind. that in the Championship. Uh, Dan, is this Ben's final appearance tonight? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we may review the contract. Um, Anthony's put, posted this again. I think he's desperate for us to know that his wife would choose both Gregory and Bradshaw. Yeah, that's Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Spencer... <laughs> Both great runners, hard workers, Bradders and his mum. Yeah,
4: exactly. Uh, as a lone until, striker, until I can see Gregor's numb, <laughs> um, it's no contest.
3: As a lone striker, Bradders. Well, that's guys. That show's coming. We're gonna we're gonna look at that a little bit more in depth and get some get a, a proper show on that. I just wanted to see Ben's head explode. Uh, no, be no,
4: I I, I, I love Gregor. <laughs> I, I don't. If you'd have said someone else, maybe. But
3: um, now our strikers and. Again, uh, Guy, there's a couple of comments that I will come back to because um, a couple of people have put their strikers in already. Again, there's probably one or two of six, really, that, that you could, that are probably going to be picked on this. Ben, who's your two? Uh,
4: Bomber and Morrow. Um, again, just thinking about times of when I saw us, probably, again, for me, our, probably our most successful period, the amount of playoff finals or appearances and just <laughs> unbelievable trips to Wembley we had. It was either, it was just yeah. For me, bomber and Moro, very different reasons. I think Moro, we always have that part of the fan base that just don't like him, but I think that's more for things that have been said, right? And for for me, he was just as as good a target man forward, but could also finish that uh, I've seen. Um, so yeah, I we I mean, don't say anything about bomber, do we?
3: No, that, that they're two in our era. I mean, between them, I, I don't know this exactly, but Morrison was in the 90s. I think Harris was in the 130s, 140 goals for us. Over 200 goals between them in, in my lifetime. Morris, is it, I've got 91 in my head for Morrison. And Harris was around either 130 or 140, I think. So over 200 goals. Um, Give us some amazing moments. Neil Harris... Again, much like Tim kale for me, Neil Harris will make any Millwall side for the rest of my life. I don't think anyone will ever, ever take his place. Um, and maybe people said that about Teddy or, and, and Harris come along, but with football, how it is nowadays, I just don't see how anybody can really ever get close to... get close. I mean, you
4: know, longevity kills it now, doesn't it, as well? Like, you just yeah. never... Yeah. Um, Morrow was... Harris and Teddy, uh, go.
3: Uh, Teddy and Cass, um, Chopper got to be in there, um, Posse, uh, Sheringham, Harry, yeah, Posse, Sheringham, Harris, Morris and Gregory. Again, names that you just, it's very difficult to um, eh, look outside of those, really. Uh, got to be Teddy and Sir Neil, uh, Moody, sadly a Harris, uh, Andy Keogh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Harris, Teddy, Harris, Teddy, Harris, Teddy, <laughs> Chopper and Gregory. Interestingly, that's a, that's an interesting, um, that's an interesting one. Ted and Harris, uh, Sheringham and Bomber, Moody, Morrison on the bench, Darius Henderson, uh, Teddy <laughs> and Harris. It It's just, yeah, I mean, uh, guys, there's a lot, a lot of you commenting, um, Harris and Sheringham. Uh, sads a very good shot if he could have stayed fit again if if, if he could have stayed fit he would have been right him in didn't he? yeah well sort of he tried to pick three strikers and i just weren't having none of it you, you picked two and that's it, um, it yeah he did he, he had three so. Oh, he did yeah it did, it did,
4: it
3: did. <laughs> he did cheat yeah the two russians uh let's say about them the better i think uh sad was unreal with harris teddy cast malcolm allen yeah again names Neil Harris and uh, Steve Morrison were an, a great partnership. They were, and it it it's unfortunate that we never got to see more of that because again, Harris was towards the end of his career, really, wasn't he? And Morrissey Morrison moved on. Uh, Teddy Harris, Sally would have been a top player in the prem. Chris Wood was on fire. If we'd have kept him. Who knows? Same with Hucker. No one like said that. Harry Kane. No. Well, I did say <laughs> that we couldn't have lone players. So um, I mean,
4: he would never, if anyone had seen him play for us, and had guessed he'd have gone on <laughs> to do what he's doing. I'd yeah. have
3: called you absolutely off your head. So, uh, are we doing a bench? Uh, we did. Three we did do. A, mentions, Alex. Yeah, we we did an honourable mention, Alex. We did a, a midfielder, a defender, and a forward. Um, I cannot remember who my forward was. My midfielder was George Savile, and my defender was Sean Hutchinson. Um, ben, I, if you I want didn't
4: to... do. My, no, I didn't do my three. Um... I've come back to you on that, I
3: think. I can't remember either as my forward. Yeah, I can I think maybe Lee Gregory possibly would have been my um I'm gonna get abused
4: now because people think I don't like Greg's and I do love Gregs.
3: <laughs> no, he hates him. He hates him, he, he, he <laughs> hates him. Get him, get him.
4: Don't, uh don't. Harry <laughs> uh
3: Darius Henderson, uh, Jamie Morale. Oh god.
4: Uh I could have Josh Chris... McCoy, my bench
3: if you can uh, mate if you, you you're trying to get shane <laughs> Ferguson in your team man you know i was looking in besides but the injury killed the dream of sunderland uh, still fell through Sunderland paid nine million for fly i believe uh i believe that that i think sunderland were one of the clubs that were looking at him best manager ever uh that's a good question for me the best in my of, uh, look the best manager mill will probably ever had was someone that wasn't in my lifetime because it's the manager that got us into the top division so that he, I would possibly be the best but in, in in my lifetime. I, I think it's King hard to get it. Yeah, Kenny Jacket, very difficult King to. to, to yeah, I um, think
4: people have our major First a time team, but for me, that, that they, that, that that era, those years we had under Kenny, they were the best. Yeah, the best. They were
3: unreal. <laughs> On the bench has to be Bradders' mum. <laughs> 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 worst player ever to wear a Millwall top Paul Aww. Goddard uh, we'll come back to perhaps worst players Chris on another show, uh, Harris was Millwall record goal scorer, yes he was honourable mentions Robo, Ray Wilkins and Morrow uh, Graham, McGee Jacket, uh, the, the managers are coming in now, um, while the guys put some of their ma- uh, managers in um,
4: Ben, yep.
3: proper football is back tomorrow
4: it is mate, it is uh,
3: we've had enough of England and their boring uh, Look
4: at us! Look at us now. we have had one game with Joe Edwards. Now going and boring
3: shit. Yeah, it? no, we don't want none of that anymore. We're <laughs> we're back to the proper stuff. Really excited. A decent crowd tomorrow. Yeah. Coventry are the visitors. Perhaps a club in a little bit of a of a false position. Perhaps um, based on the strength of their squad. What are you expecting from the game tomorrow?
4: Yeah, a, a tough game. I don't think if anyone's looking at their league position and thinking. Joe Edwards' second game, nearly full house. We're going to be steamrolling them 4-0 like we did Sheffield Wednesday. I don't think that's going to be the case. I've watched Coventry a few times on the telly this year. Most notably, I know it was the first game <laughs> of the season quite a while ago against Leicester, and they absolutely battered them yeah, for they about do. 75 minutes and just couldn't score. Um, so they, for me, are massively... And same again, they played West Brom a couple of weeks ago. Battered them, just couldn't score. West Brom scored twice on the break. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. I've got a little bit of a soft spot—not soft spot—I I just like Coventry. I've got—I've been through some shit. Decent fans. I like Mark Robbins. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. I really do. Um, but that being said, we can't be in any more confident mood, really, can we? After um, the Sheffield Wednesday result, Joe's had a few more weeks to, to um, be on the training pitch with, with the lads. So yeah, be interesting. I think it'll be a tight game, and. I think it will be a draw.
0: There's nothing quite like a McDelivery at participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Yeah, uh, I'll, before I come back, I'll come back to that in a second. Willie Donerkey, uh, the Doc, Jacket, George Graham, a lot of managers there that have come through comments with the guys. I have been putting them up on the screen again. It, it's it's an era thing. I think it's very hard to look past um, the Doc for for what he achieved. But again, um, in, in my lifetime much as to agree with what Ben said the the fact that the years under Kenny Jacket were, were very very good um Anthony thinks we're going for another four nil win tomorrow I I would right, um yeah. I would I'd love to say I'd love to say that I think much like um Ben's just touched on there Coventry are not a bad side they've got a couple of good forwards they've they have lost obviously Geiger and Hamer but they have spent a lot of money and they're probably not quite gelling how they thought or how they would like, um, especially after making the playoffs um, last season. Am I right in saying as well that Brooke Norton Cuffey played for Coventry in the build-up? Have I got that right? He, was, he, yeah, started, he's, at he start, then... started
4: at started Coventry last year. Yeah.
3: Then... So um, again, someone who might know a little bit of inside knowledge on on some of their players, you know that those kind of things don't, don't hurt. I think Coventry. I think it'd be a good game. I think it'd be a really good game. I think Coventry have got some good players. We've got some good players. We've got the new manager bounce. Um, still after winning the game, I think that carries on a little bit. If you hadn't won that first game, that new manager bounce just falls flat on its face and you don't no one cares really. But it's it's it, the train is is now starting up again. Um I thought the interview that um I think it, that joe edwards gave where he spoke about that his family were going to be at the game tomorrow his dad basically his biggest supporter biggest fan um it obviously means a lot to him and it obviously means a lot to his family that he's kind of stepping out of the shadows and being the main man and i think it's built up to be a really really good day and we know that we'll typically don't always deliver when um on yeah, the big
4: certainly stage. in recent years but i saw someone tweet earlier saying hopefully it's not a sellout
3: well just it, done, but, just
4: done,
3: <laughs> I saw someone say though, if if Joe Edwards manages to win then it's a sellout crowd, um they was like build the statue immediately or something. <laughs> so um uh Dan Riggs, 2 0 mil, Harding to score, show me the money. Well, I backed that in the last game. Um had a nice little win at Sheffield at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I would imagine the odds on Harding have come down dramatically seeing as the form is in. But if yeah, you do it, let's no
4: just looking now, where's time to score any times? Uh, he's now one to three, just to score any time for us. Wow. Not, I'm joking. I was <laughs> going to say,
3: are you mad? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Cov will, will gel sooner or later, let's hope later. Yeah, that's always the... um Our next six games are ex-premiership sides, Coventry, Sunderland, it's which I'm assuming that's supposed to be Leicester. Uh, I think Sunderland and Coventry, you can kind of... They are ex-premier league sides, but they've not been there for a while. So, yeah... I don't know if they have the um, commentary this season, for example, selling your best players and buying risky players. Yeah, and it, what's interesting um, on that, Connor and Ben, we'll, we'll come on to this. We didn't lose Fleming. Now, last year, if you look at a lot of the top, top championship players, they're not in the championship anymore. They're like the, the goal scorers. I mean, Akpom moved out to uh, Ajax, I think. Bought him in the end. guy Gaikeres has gone to Benfica. Sporting Lisbon. Uh, Sporting, yes, Sporting Lisbon. That's right. Hamer went up to the Premier League with. um, yep So, if you're, I mean, obviously we've held, held on to Fleming. We all know that there's a there's a whole story in who are about that. But if you don't make it out of this league, if you don't get over the line, the sharks just come in and they pick apart your team, and you do essentially have to start again.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and it just goes to show how important that recruitment piece is after. and Not to kind of touch upon it too much, but obviously I was very vocal about wanting to sell Fleming and, and cash in. But you look at what Coventry have done. Uh, I, they spent, was it nine million quid on that um, American chap? Was it H- Hadji? Hadji Wright, right, is it? Hadji Wright, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, that's him. Um, nine million quid. And from what I've seen... I mean, I know you're losing Guy Kowe, arguably probably the best player in the league last year. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, they spent a lot of money on him for, for Coventry standards, for anyone's standards really, but he hasn't really hit the ground running. So, this goes to show, if you do cash in on, on your big players, that, yeah, the importance of them getting that next one right. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens moving forward with Fleming, doesn't it? See if Burnley come in again, from if his form picks up now this side of the new year that they're, they're, they're struggling are they as attractive as they were in the summer? It'd be interesting to see what happens.
3: Plus, as well, if we're playing a different style of football. You never know that could even bring even a bit more out of um, Fleming. Football is a distraction while they take your family's freedoms. No idea what that means, but sure. Uh, while I go through some of these comments, <laughs> um, do you think there'll be many changes from the side? Um, that Joe Edwards picked against Sheffield Wednesday?
4: Uh, I don't think you can really, can you mate, after a 4-0 win? I just And, and well, again, yeah. I think, I, I just think, unless someone's really performing well in, in training over the last couple of weeks, that's the only way he's, he's going to make changes. Um, yeah, for, for me, I don't see how you can after a 4-0 win. I know people may be coming back, oh yeah, actually, just want to touch on something in a sec, but, kind of mm. feed into my comment I know did, what you're uh, going to say just fitness and well-being I guess isn't it yeah I, I, over this last couple of weeks are there any niggles that we've got um, mm. another piece that we saw today it seems as though Sarkic is going to be eased back into the side so yeah I, I don't think it really changes personally mate I think it'll be the same start 11
3: uh, and they haven't Coventry only got one point in the last four games they have but again has, I think it's a little yeah. bit of a false false position uh Millwall 2-0 come on wall uh Raoult always struggled against Coventry so good test for Edwards yeah he it, it did it, they were a little bit of a bogey team um uh for our coffee played in the playoff final yes he did uh Cov lost a few key players since last season still a decent team this is a great point from mark coventry i think is suffering from having a high profile goal scorer and they didn't get so many goals from around the rest of the team england are the same when kane isn't playing and interestingly mill were the same last year when fleming and bradshaw didn't do anything i know we had two when they didn't do anything we didn't score really we, we, we struggled well,
4: for you to... had two as well they had Hamer last year so yeah
3: so, uh, they definitely fall into that category, and it's not quite where I say how you replace Victor Guy Um,
4: they also had, um, who's their sentiment? They've got a sentiment field that's been at the club forever. I think he did his shirt. I think he's been out for a while. His name completely escapes me.
3: Um, oh, I'm not sure. Coventry are missing Gustavo Hayley, Calamo
4: Hair, yes, yes, he's, it is. Yeah, he, I think, yeah, I think he's been out for a while. Is he their captain or he might be club captain, mm. or he's certainly been there for a long time anyway. And, I think he came back in the West Brom game. So yeah, they lost their two best players and they've had injuries. So yeah, it will be a tough game. I really do think it'll be a tough test.
3: Um yeah, there we go. Think of have a hair back from long-term injury. Yeah. Again, he's still coming back though. Might have a little bit of the fitness um issue. Who knows? 3-1 wall. Uh we've got a commentary fan in the chat, so let's be careful here. Um Cobb City have a lot of players who came and are still bedding in, right? For us, is getting chances, just not real clear cut ones. We absolutely battered Norwich at home and only drew, right?
4: Yeah, Glenn, so I've seen. Oh, sorry,
3: mate. Sorry, right. Say. We'll come good as we'll seen. Skyker, and Hamer were three players who well, are we had two. Uh, best two seasons of their career for us um i, I agree I, I agree they did have it was exceptionally good but guy Perez was good the year. i think i remember certainly where he was, the, the back end of the season before started to look quite good and then last season just tore it up
4: do you know what they're, they're, this is going to sound mental everyone's gonna go nuts here but i mean you look at clubs like man united who couldn't find a, a number nine how the fuck they haven't gone and got guy Perez? like just people like that like Clubs mm-hmm. just overlook championship players now. It's just ridiculous. I, I would argue with anyone that Guy Keres could play for Man United. Is he any worse than Hoyland? I don't know anything about the young lad. And Hamer, I mean, I, I thought he was top, top class. How no disrespect to Sheffield United, but how he hasn't gone to a yeah, a bigger, better Premier League side is is beyond me. But yeah, interesting, Glenn. So I think I think you're a good side. I watched you a few times this year when you've been on telly and you yeah, you've outperformed your results.
3: Maybe Sarkic for Bart. That's an interesting one. Um, I, I think it would be harsh to drop Bart personally. I, know so I think
4: he'd come out today as well, so that's not going to happen. They're going to reason. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I also think, and I, I made the comment about the fact that the board have spent over a million pounds on a goalkeeper. They're probably not going to be best pleased with him sitting on the bench. However, Bart has been I saw a stat the other day that Bart is ranked either third or fourth, as the top-rated goalkeeper in the Championship this season? Based on that. It? I, I, it's based on a rating score. I, I, he I I don't know what, quite what it was, but he was ranked on, on whatever the stats they were using. It was like a you know, like um on flash scores, they give like a seven, a six or whatever. Oh, yeah, his match, average, actual
4: match rating. Right, yeah. yeah,
3: his average his average score was the fourth highest for a goalkeeper in the championship this year. Now, if you think about some of he has made a couple of howlers, we are not I'm not skirting around that, but some of his saves have been incredible. And uh, I thought at Sheffield Wednesday, I know you win four 0 he looks comfortable. He made some good saves yeah, in, in that second he, half.
4: He really did. We we, we were actually down the other end, so we didn't really see him too much. Mm. And uh, there was a couple of videos that I put in our WhatsApp group that were filmed from Sheffield Wednesday sort of um, match vloggers or whatever they are. And they were two decent saves he made in the second half. They were really decent saves. Um, And at the time, you you never know, do you? They go go in score their 3-1. Do we get a bit nervous? Do we carry on doing what we were doing? Um, So, yeah, they were really important saves and good saves as well
3: going to be a tight game it all depends how bad we want something for it i hope the players has it from the uh, I hope edwards has the players on it from the off i i, I think he will i think he will um back to her from about 0-2 hope i'm wrong well right how do we ban people can't have that <laughs> okay joe edwards first home game we can't be having that can't be having that lads Robinson's is a good coach It's a tough one for us with a huge amount of expectation uh glenn has come back guy chris and can school will create goals out of nothing oh harry's back now but he's not a form we're back at nearly full strength yeah i, I think we are as well we're, we're, we're quite close to being at full strength as a as tomorrow as well i think our bench tomorrow is going to look seriously healthy um yeah. if anything and that again makes the the first team hopefully even stronger if the den stays low and does what we do for 90 minutes that win is no doubt win is coming how many though? So? kill the five i'm not going to defend uh day trippers on the basis that mickey will probably his head will be exploding somewhere if we uh if we do that but i don't necessarily think it was the just the fact that the day trippers were killing the vibe i think it's got a lot to do with the fact that gary Rowett's football was killing the vibe and <clears throat> if you i'm not saying that edwards has got to come out and we've got to go gung-ho but if we're on the front foot don't matter who's sitting. You're going to be entertained. You're gonna you you're going to be drawn into that. Last week, two weeks ago at Sheffield, up at Sheffield, I know it's an away day and an away day, there is a different atmosphere. But you, it was just you loud as loud as I heard it. Yeah, you couldn't help be drawn into the way we were playing and the excitement and the, the 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 way they were moving the ball and passing and creating chances. You just we we were just sucked in. It was like right, okay, this is new. And and if you get that at the Den. I think it's going to be, I think it'd be some some atmosphere. It, I mean, look, let's not, you know, if it's if it's another 4-0, great. But, you know, we, I think it could be very, 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 very loud um, f- through parts parts of the game. This is and a good just, point. Just going Sorry, back Go to that
4: as well. No, as I was gonna say, Steve, in, in nearly every single one of Edwards' interviews, he's mentioned about being on the front foot at home and mentioned the importance of the crowd. So it was clearly something that Maybe the board spoke to him about, or the candidates that interviewed for the job. So it's not lost on him; he knows that. So yeah, if if he, it was one of our biggest um, faults with it wasn't it? How he just didn't utilise that home crowd. So if Edwards can, then he'll be onto a good thing. Um, But yeah, so nearly every interview he's had, he's he's mentioned about being aggressive and on the front foot, but also realising we can't do it for ninety minutes. So Mm. it's about how we. How we get out of those periods and, and Coventry will have spells tomorrow.
3: Yeah, as sometimes just managing a game of football and that's yeah, he spoke about that, what didn't. he's paid to do. You manage a game of football. No, if you watch Man City, Man City do not go gung ho for ninety minutes. They don't they control yeah. the ball? They dictate the play. They play their own way. I'm not saying that we're going to be able to do what Man City yeah, did, but <laughs> I wish. Um, you're the one who wants to play all out attack football. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I just think I, I think that there's going to be times where teams are going to have a little bit more of the ball. And we have to accept that. We, we just have to accept that. We're not going to be able to control the ball for 90 minutes. But when we do have it, it's, what, it's how we use it. And it's how we're trying to get into to attacking positions. Um, that point from Mark, three games in a week. So I think Bart might be rested for one of the later games. But Bart deserves his spot on form. That's a great point. I don't think his knees can hold up for three games in a week. It, it's yeah, just it's a not going to happen yeah. and, the, and the thing is one of those games is against by the end
4: club. of it by the end of it he's kicking he won't be able to get it out of the box bless him
3: no and he, he's going to want to play against Ipswich he, he'd be desperate to be fit and, and able to play at Ipswich it's his club he, he's, he's got a lot of fond memories of him they, they they think a lot of him he I think he still lives quite close to or he certainly got a house there so he'll definitely want to He'll definitely want to um to play. Uh Ari Bart still frustrated, would have easily made the playoffs with Bart in goal last season. Well, um gonna
4: make the playoffs this year with Bart in goal, mate. So it's all right. Don't worry about it, John.
3: Fifty-four minutes, forty-two seconds. We
4: need to clip that
3: for later on in the uh yeah, <laughs> Guy Chris was the best player in the Championship by far. How Burnley Shepherd United didn't buy him is baffling. I agree. Any of the Premier, any yeah. of the Premier League sides put in a bid for him. Um, oh, mate, how, and how, many,
4: how many teams need a centre-forward? It's mad. And yeah, how many it, teams would he have not got into? Like, that's what I think. There ain't many.
3: No. He, and he's scoring. His record out in Portugal is really good as well at yeah. the moment. So, again, and for Sweden as well, I think he's... Um, He's, he's done all right. Wednesday, it seemed like Edwards got the Millwall fans. We'll see tomorrow he plays, and if he utilises the crowd, if need be, <clears throat> yeah. I, I think um, I think away from home and in his first game, it wasn't a free hit. But I think when he was two 0 up at half time going in, I think he really thought, "Hold on a minute, I can I can really get the fans on board here, and 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 we can make something of this." Look, he had the dream start the dream star there's no better way the only what, what more could you do
4: yeah
3: uh, apart from for you brad is getting a goal or something or remain essay coming on mm-hmm. and getting a goal or something what, what more could he do i i think it'd be good going tomorrow i think it'd be and i think there'll be, the, okay. there'll be a lot of excitement a lot of excitement uh nothing to do with day trip it's still have the usual and ridiculous comment I'm inclined to agree uh, to a certain extent. I think it will be slightly different. I think tomorrow, the first five, ten minutes, the crowd are going to be bang up for it, regardless of what happens. Uh, there's, there's going to be some goals in this one. I'm going to get some attention when I say 3-1 to Wall. Uh, Leeds just had a goal to in the 89th minute. That is fantastic. I think they're yeah, playing Robber on the Yes, yeah, 1-0 uh,
4: in a
3: minute. Uh, yeah, but when you get the Yankees going to high five and the throwing just. <laughs> bar has to play at Ipswich, surely. Uh you'd think so. You'd think so. Um <coughs> it's a pity that we don't have extra five thousand seats at the stadium was originally designed to accommodate. That would make a big difference. It would um but also We haven't sold out
4: tomorrow, have we? Yeah, so,
3: we haven't yeah, uh Sheffield went to the players play for the coach and they will do the same as there's no row at tactics I, I think they did play for him I, I know that sounds stupid but I think I really think they they played for him because I think they believe that they're better than what they were currently that what they were previously being asked to do and I think that that counts for a lot when players are happy you can tell the players you could see they were enjoying the the style of the style of football um even the full house, I still see loads of empty seats. Don't think an extra five thousand will make a difference. It might yeah, if we got probably. promoted, but right now, I, I don't know. Rotherham one Leeds one. Uh, let's all laugh at Leeds. Uh, will playing Bart at Ipswich help or hinder? Though will the connection throw his performance? I don't think so. M- most professional footballers are 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 that they're professional. He is going to want to go there and he's going to want to put on a good performance, even at against an old side so I, I don't see that being I don't see that being too much um uh, of an issue personally um asked you earlier Ben about changes to the side tomorrow I don't think there'll be any myself I think there is an argument possibly that um Edwards may if he's fit I'm not sure but <coughs> excuse me see Joe Bryan perhaps at left back if he's fit. He posted in the week on his Instagram that he was back training. Um, it possibly would be a little bit harsh on um, Murray Wallace, because I thought he was very good against Shepherd Wednesday uh, in the last game. But that could be one, maybe. But other than that, I, I don't think there'll be any changes either.
4: Yeah, I just can't see it, mate. <coughs> I I, unless someone has been outperforming, as I said earlier in training, has been really impressive, then yeah, I just can't see there being any changes. How can you after a 4 0 defeat? I'd be no. surprised. Even with Muzzer, as, as we said, um it was Muzz's best game for a long time. So yeah, I, I can't see us making any changes to be honest, about only if they're forced. So yeah, same same eleven. This, to me.
3: this next comment is um Brad's mum. I'm gonna I'm gonna no, I'm gonna let you yeah. take this one, Ben. Um I will comment after. This is from Connor.
4: I just, I'm not even, I'm just not, not even. Um, I, yeah, but on the basis of what I've just said, without taking my, well, with taking my brother's tinted glasses off, I just, yeah, I think it's going to be the same, same 11, unless it's an enforced change. If that's a, um, yeah, injury or tightness, whatever, from the week, then that's the only way there's going to be changes. But yeah, not not for me. Bradda's all day in general um, as well, not just tomorrow.
3: I am erring uh, you play Bradshaw because we won the last game 4-0. However,
4: can we end the stream?
3: I I think there is a case um for Kevin Nisbitt to get an opportunity in this team once you now he's back to full fitness. <clears throat> because Bradshaw's record this year hasn't been the same as what it was last year. Now, admittedly, the service has been very poor. However, um, I would stick with Bradshaw for now, um, but I don't think it would be long until Nisbet is perhaps potentially knocking on the door to be trying to get a starting spot um,
4: in, in the team.
3: Um, <clears throat> sorry, Ben. Just,
4: no, no, just just on that, um, and it's something that we've spoken about, do we think, again... Do you think Nisbet's got the pressing capabilities? I haven't seen enough of him to to comment in that in that capacity, but do you think he's got the pressing capability off the ball and everybody's has made a point of what we need to do, not just with the ball, but when we're out of possession as well? Do you we think Nisbet wants to play like that, can play like that? Again, don't know what he's like for Hibs, but... <clears throat>
3: I don't think he does. Uh, he certainly doesn't have the same, in my opinion, the same pressing game that Tom Bradshaw has. I think the difference is, though... Nisbet and bradshaw were both playing as a lone striker with everybody else miles away from them if i know it's only one game but how close was fleming to, to bradshaw pretty much all game he was yeah. they were they were they were always trying to link the play little one twos if you've got nesbit with someone like that with him so he doesn't have to run all the way across the back line i think he i think he could probably do it but not maybe not for as long as as Bradshaw, if he's asked to do it on his own, no chance. And I think that's why we never saw any, any much out of him because he just didn't want to do it. it mm. And 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 that's that. It's
4: a very I, good place to be in, just to caveat that to have two strikers that were kind of arguing over like that, genuinely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a position we've been in for a while, is it? So no, uh, for me, no yeah, for, for me. And again, taking my brother's taking his glasses off, I'm happy with either of them. To be fair, that if if Nisbet can do what. We hope he can off the ball or whatever he's gonna want, then yeah, more than happy with Nisbet playing.
3: I actually think that Edwards is gonna maybe not in this in the in the winter. I think in the summer, I think he's gonna look for a different type of striker to both of them, personally.
4: Yeah, we said that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah,
3: we were talking about that. And again, that it's no dis it's no disrespect to either of them. I just I don't know I don't know. I, I I've just got a feeling that Edwards might want something a little bit either someone with a lot of pace someone really with a lot of pace to get like a Maku, but maybe someone with a little bit more experience or that bulky <clears throat> bigger striker, maybe but a bit like Morrison when Morrison came to us, he had a bit of pace, didn't he? He wasn't
4: mm.
3: slow at all, but could, you know, hold the ball up and and get in behind. Um Bart needing a rest, not sure about that. Lads, he will do more diving, right, and training. I would imagine it's more so his knee, isn't it? I think is we know he's got problems with his knee, and he's getting older. He might be fine, but I think that's definitely it. Definitely on the cards. I knew Ben would pick his bit. Uh, did Norton Coffee goal reminding me of Marlon's goal at Walsall a few years back? Sort yeah. of, yeah. Sort of, yeah. I I was at that Walsall game um, when Marlon made his debut and scored that goal. I. I unbelievable goal, 1-2 with Wallace, you think, well, hold on, when have Mill had a right-back that could do that? Norton Coffee, very, very similar, very, very similar. Um, Defra and his bit tomorrow will be chomping at the bit to impress um, Joe Edwards. Yeah, he will, but again, I think it, it would be harsh to, to drop Bradshaw. Uh, this looks like, I don't know if this is an Arsenal fan, how is Norton Cuffey doing? I can't see what that...
4: <clears throat> no. Is
3: it? I if uh, Glenn, if you're an Arsenal fan, if you're not, I, I don't know. You're just asking it. I assume he may be an Arsenal fan. Um, he's doing okay going forward, very, very good, uh, very confident on the ball. Perhaps for me, needs to release it a little bit quicker. Um, and if he's going to play in a defence, a, a more defensive role, I think he probably needs to work a little bit on his positioning, but overall. I think he's been quite good, and going forward, certainly has, has got a lot to offer.
4: Yeah, and product for me just needs to improve. Do I think he'll play for Arsenal? Yep. Absolutely no chance. No, no,
3: he won't. He won't play in the
0: Arsenal. Team, no way.
3: They do that, do not they? Like Chelsea, they like Chelsea—they loan out all these players, and then eventually someone picks them up. So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. Brad Treven is bit. I'd like both up front with Fleming behind them. Again, Edwards. Looks to want to play the four four one one or four four two, however you want to word it. Again, will he change drastically? I don't know, but maybe. Maybe who, who knows? Um, both Nisbet and Braddles will get goals now under Edwards. Yet yeah, perhaps uh, I think we, we will see a lot. a lot. We'll definitely see a lot more chances created.
4: Yeah, I think that's the thing. And Again, is. I'm not just blowing a Bradshaw horn here, but he got he got an assist and he nearly got in front for the. Um, yeah. Harding goal, didn't Mm -hmm. he? You saw that link-up play now, so I just think the output from everyone, I think it's going to improve. And as you say, mate, I think we're going to see clearer cut chances now that we're Mm -hmm. going to create. Uh,
3: I'm not going to try and pronounce that, so I'm just going to call him Nonny. uh, (laughs) Chelsea and England under-21, is he the sort of player we might attract now? Absolutely. Uh, Look, I don't think we should be too harsh on Edward's signings because he can't just walk. He's not just going to be able to sign all of these young England players. That ain't going to work. That's just not how it it is. However, I do think we are going to, the the type of players we may go after, especially loans are going to be very, very different to the ones that we've, um, that we've been going for um, in recent times as well. Oh God uh has tattooed arm helped you out of the shit ben it has mean <laughs> you can see
4: that thanks richard
3: oh yeah said, yeah. yeah oh uh, yeah richard and um, i should say uh the, the i did message back your your um your partner say thank you for the uh, christmas decorations box um, obviously i'm assuming ben you've got yours as, I have.
4: yeah i've got yeah. i've um yeah i've got two.
3: <laughs> oh, there we go um they are fantastic richard thank you once again uh, when the decorations go up we're, they're, they're definitely going to be on the tree i'm going to get some pictures put on social media and get get some things and bits and pieces shared um it's excellent quality um very very appreciated we haven't got our key ring yet because we've not seen mickey we've been able to get those just yet but i'm waiting to put that on the key as well so thank you very much uh this is fantastic not the dad as well ben blowing bradders is... <laughs> 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 uh, we need to keep giving him a he scores at international level needs coaching maybe we'll put Bradders in this bit on the bench hope so he must take his chances and enjoy it though maku is an interesting one because I don't know about you Ben the last home game which was wasn't under Edwards he looked like he he just I don't know there was something about him he was a bit reluctant and I actually thought the same on uh, at Sheffield Wednesday he just didn't look as sharp as you'd expect him to I know he's gone off to Ireland under twenty ones he scored and got an assist which is great but do you think he he's kind of suffering a little bit? Uh, I use this loosely, a bit like what Aiden O'Brien, because Aiden O'Brien was a striker but was shoved out wide because that's kind of the only place he could fit in the team. And Maku probably wants to play through the middle, but he's not likely to get ahead of Bradshaw and Nisbet at the moment. So he's shoved out wide. And does he really want to play there?
4: Yeah, I don't know. It probably feels like he is just being made into a bit of a makeshift winger, isn't he? Um, mm. I think the Shamrock he played down the middle, didn't he? And I think he does for, for Ireland as well. So... Yeah, possibly. There's an argument for that. Um be interesting to see maybe towards the end of the year what we do with Amaku and if Bradders doesn't get a contract renewal, he's, he's, his contract's up in the summer, mate. is Amaku then going to be looked at to be that replacement for Bradders? So will he start getting a few more chances? But again, as you say, mate, he, he's, he's already number three in the pecking order. That's then if Edwards doesn't go out in, in January to get, a different type of centre forward with a bit more experience, a little bit older or from a, a, a Chelsea or a big premiership club. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for him to get his chance down the middle, I feel like.
3: Yeah, I'd I, I have to agree. There was one pass that I think it was Sav that played it at Sheffield Wednesday, played it through along the floor and Fleming ran onto it and tried to run through and he, he didn't hit it in the end. You put Amaku on the end of that; he gets away from the defender and he's one on one. Fleming didn't quite have the pace, and that's maybe where Amaku would get a chance because if we're going to play that that style of football and try and find that kind of killer pass, that, that's how I refer to it, of, for someone to run onto. That's where Amaku comes to life. It's just how much of an opportunity is he going to get through the middle? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm,
4: um, yeah,
3: I'm not sure. Chelsea have a son from PSV, no chance of loan. I think that's, oh, that's someone that's different. That, it
4: that's no, someone that's different. One is it yeah that's that non-e
3: yeah oh is it the
4: no, same yeah. one
3: yeah it's the same one yeah okay fair enough maybe maybe not then but we are going to look at i think we are going to look at a different um selection of players perhaps uh under edwards not necessarily going to get them all and this is this is one thing that i think and i often say this and it usually falls on deaf ears just because we want a player or a player becomes available does not mean that they want to come to Millwall. They have to want to do it as well. So Edwards could, Edwards could go to Chelsea and he could ask for buddy, I don't know, Raheem Sterling on that. I don't mean it's going to happen. Does it? it it's it, There has to be a little bit of give and take, but I think the players that we're linked with and eventually sign, whether on loan or permanently will be a different caliber, a different quality of step up again. Rowett did the same thing. Um, and I think Edwards will now take us to the, to, to that next level.
4: Um, I mean, yeah, I do. I do really do think that. And it'll be interesting to see what he does in January. Where he goes back to Chelsea or if there's anyone else that he's going to kind of tap into. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really do think now you will see. Um, I think clubs will be more willing to, to send us players now. I, I think that there's it, just been a lot made about Edwards. I feel like we, we don't get. <laughs> yeah, so would I. There's been a lot made, I feel like, of, of Edward's appointment. As we've seen him. He's been on TalkSport a couple of times. They we were talking about him two days ago and three days ago this week. He's been on BBC this week. There's a lot of noise around the appointment, mm. I feel like. So maybe clubs will now think that they're not going to be sent to Millwall to maybe toughen them up or, or, yeah, it's going to be a certain way of, of playing. They may look mm. at it now and say we're going to send them there because they're actually going to improve under a, a good coach, which is which is a good thing.
3: Absolutely. Let's just send the scouts to Holland and Belgium. Well, if we can, if we sign anyone like uh, the last two players we got from both of those countries, then, well, uh, again, I was I, in the week. I went to see. Um, I went to go and watch that Obviously, my mate, one of my mates, and his dad go quite a lot, and they're all, it's only twenty minutes up the road for me. And I was talking about Denor, uh at the game, and I ca- I just can't believe how we've managed to to get him. It, Man, Alex, Alex has just put it. How the scout, how no scouts picked up Denore is beyond that. I'm with you hundred percent, Alex. He is phenomenal. Yeah. And he's playing the Champions League. And you think, what's it how did they
4: do that? What what
3: did they what they promised him? Like what, what <laughs> Yeah,
4: that's the thing. <laughs> thing. Yeah, what we promised him.
3: Um MFC 1885, I would play a Amaku as a striker tomorrow. He deserves a chance. Not sure if you've seen his goal for Ireland. He's pressing high and steals the ball of the defender. I did see, I did see a clip on um, Twitter or X as it is now. So, um, again, I, I, I think Amaku probably deserves a chance. And I think he's likely to get one at some point. Again, three games in a week. Is Bradshaw going to be able to play that pressing game for all three games? Uh, And he has been away on international duty. We don't know. So there might be squad rotation. But this is where we're we're now coming into a period where there's a lot of games coming up before Christmas. And we're back to a fairly fully-strength squad. So this is where Edwards is going to have to utilise the players. He's going to have to find a way of making it work as and when he needs to to freshen it up. Um, Ben, we, we, we probably won't. Obviously, we started a bit later. Um, so we're probably not going to do the length of show um, that we probably usually usually would. Um, I'm going to ask you now for a prediction for tomorrow
4: and I, some goal um, scorers,
3: unless you pick a 0-0. No, I'm not
4: going to pick a 0-0. I'm going to pick a, <laughs> a one one though. Um, I do think it'll be a tough game tomorrow. I think it'll be a tight game. I yeah, I, as, as I said earlier, I think that Coventry are in a false position. Anyone thinks that? Yeah, we're just gonna roll them. I think they're gonna be in for a little bit of a shock. They are a good side. I've watched them a few times, as I keep saying. So yeah, I, I think they're in a bit of a false position. I think it'll be a draw, um, which I'd take. I'd take a draw. Keep the momentum up. Tough game, and then on Tuesday night, I'll go one all. And I will say, Fleming's gonna score. I mean, it's not inspiring, I know, but I just the way the way he played against Sheffield Wednesday, I think again, as we said, he's gonna he's gonna get a few more clearer cut chances now.
3: Um, Anthony don't think it's so much who we look at under Edwards it's far more attractive than Routable Parrot was a good example yeah, yeah perhaps I mean Parrot it just didn't work did it um, it, it just didn't work but I, I guess there is you know we still are an attractive proposition but even more so with a, a different coach we've got two near Millwall Bradshaw Harding 2-0 Bradders Harding. 2-0 <laughs> uh, Cooper and Bradders. Uh, 2-1 Wall, 2-2. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with what Chris um, said there. I'm gonna go with 2-1 uh to Millwall. I, I can see Coventry scoring, but I, I think, and I've I possibly setting myself up for massive disappointment here, but I can see the crowd and the the um the atmosphere and the day, the occasion. I, I can see that carrying us over the line. Um, Thomas has got 2 1. Um Fleming and Bradshaw. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Casper. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go for Casper to 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 get his first goal in a Millwall shirt. I can see him popping up. And
4: yeah, no, i just also point out before you do that the amount of people that have said Bradshaw is gonna score, yeah, he gets all the hate. I'm just stumped up there.
3: You're well, gonna love me I'm now good. because I'm, I'm gonna say that Bradshaw's go gonna score the winner. Casper oh, <laughs> um, and Bradshaw to to carry us to a 2-1 victory tomorrow. Um, guys, we started late. We had issue, Mickey had issues with his laptop and everything. Um Ben stepped in last minute, uh, had other things on, but is the is the man of the people and <laughs> um and, and stepped like in and, and <laughs> you're like Batman you're my Batman Thanks, um,
4: that.
3: <laughs> Casper to score big fan of that big fan of that Mom, I'm going to steal that and use that on social media tomorrow um yeah, Ben stepped in. Um, we're obviously later. I know there were some comments up, people saying, where are they? And, and things like that. So apologies that we're a bit later. But we wanted to put the show on. Um, we didn't obviously do one last Sunday. We're trying to, we, we want to do this every Friday and Sunday. And you guys interact with us and you waited and stuck it out. So thank you very much. Before I finish off, Ben, any last words? Any words of wisdom? Any comments about Tom Bradshaw that you haven't
4: already got to? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing on Bradders. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it'll be a good day tomorrow. I think it'll be an entertaining game. Um, it'll be interesting to see how we come out of these next three tough games all, all in a week. So um, if we can get three points tomorrow, it'll be exciting to go into that Ipswich game then and, and see how we get on. Um, but yeah, no, it be a good game tomorrow. Give us a roll
3: for us. Absolutely. Anthony, four-two um wall cracking game. I, I I look forward to that. Good show. Thank you. Great show, boys. Um, guys, thank you very much for your comments. Again, without without the comments, sometimes we don't have much to to talk about, or we we, you know, it gives us certain a lot certainly a lot of things to feed off of. So we really, really appreciate um appreciate that chris get mickey to pay his internet bill we will be on at him as soon as possible to make sure he is back ready on sunday um we again a lot of comment a couple of comments coming through saying thanks um again we we love doing this it's um we love the club we love talking about it and hopefully um, you guys enjoy listening to us uh, this stay this goes live obviously on YouTube now it stays up there so if you want to rewind it back and listen to it again then feel free to it goes out on Spotify we've got a load of shows coming up we've got more lives we'll be back on Sunday at nine o'clock and it will be nine o'clock there won't be any change to the time um, if Mickey uh, doesn't isn't ready to go I will be so uh, we'll definitely be, be on, on there Mike uh, I will see you tomorrow hope your journey isn't too bad travels from peterborough for home games, so hopefully i know it's not as far as you ben but it's still quite a trek um compared to, to to most um please like and subscribe follow us across all the socials uh we've got loads of stuff coming we've got potentially christmas um live shows coming we'll be at away days we'll be at home games if you want to come and say hello to us feel free we don't buy it. um and i couldn't do a show and i couldn't do an outro without saying I won't be wearing any shorts for the foreseeable future because it is bloody cold out there. Uh, Danny, 8 p.m. start is better than 9. We do that on a Friday, usually on a Sunday. Again, it's, you know, some of the some of the guys have kids, so getting them settled and whatnot. That's why we do nine o'clock on a Sunday. But it will be back to eight next week. That's it from me. That's it from Ben. That's been that Millwall podcast. Thank you very much, guys. And we will see you back on Sunday where hopefully the Lions would have picked up three more points.